The episode you're about to listen to is actually an interview from our Before You're Ready Summit, where we interviewed 10 amazing women who started exactly where they were with what they had right now to make their dreams a reality. So if we reference the summit in the interview, that's why. Enjoy. I also just wanted to let you know about a free ebook I've created on how to procrastinate your week. It's packed with seven days worth of productivity tips to ignite imperfect action and kick procrastination to the curb. From supercharging your Monday motivation to making sure you get all your work done on Friday afternoon, we've got every day of the week covered. Head to agirlinprogress.com slash procrastination or find the link in our show notes to grab yours. Welcome to A Girl in Progress, the self-development podcast for millennial women working on themselves for themselves. We believe it's possible to strive to become the best version of yourself while also accepting yourself exactly as you are. Whether it's giving you a glimpse into the daily routines of inspiring women or sharing the stories of those who started before they felt ready, this podcast is all about encouraging you to take imperfect action towards your goals and find productivity and success on your own terms. As for me, I'm your host, Emma Norris. I'm a journalist, author, cheese enthusiast, imperfect action coach, and the founder of agirlinprogress.com. Let's get into the episode. Hey, Kira. Hey. So good to see you. Thank you so much for joining me for my very first interview that I'm doing for the uh, Before You Ready series. Ah, Your first time off the rank. I know, how exciting. It's always good to go there. Awesome. So you are a graphic designer extraordinaire. You're a brand strategist and the founder of Kira High Creative. Um, you're also the founder of the Launch Gals, which is an awesome collective of women who want more out of their life and career. Um, but why don't you tell us a little bit more about who you are, where you've come from, and what you're doing now? Ah, okay. So as I, as Emma just said, my name's Kira. Um, I am a brand strategist and designer. I have my own creative um, agency online. So I've got a really small team and we focus on like websites, branding, social media, and really just helping people take that next step of launching and up-leveling. Um, but I am also an Australian, but I travel a lot. I'm from far north Queensland, but I live down in Victoria. And um, yeah, I'm just super happy to be here. Yeah, super excited to have you here. So let's start with, I know you started your business quite young. Like I think some people don't realize that you are very young because you're so mature and you've done so much. So what I want to ask you is, did you, did that ever, do you ever feel like that held you back or did you ever sort of think I'm too young to start a business or like I don't have enough experience compared to these people? Every freaking day. And in fact, it's been an ongoing struggle with myself and my identity for years because so like I started university when I was 17. Um, so being from far North Queensland, being down here in Victoria, like I started early and then I started my business when I was 20. Um, and then, you know, I'm about to turn 24 and I feel like, you know, in most people's eyes, I'm at, you know, I'm young. I should be out partying, having fun and having adventures. And I've been growing a business and had a really successful business for the past four years. Um, so there was pretty much every day during those early, early days. And even every now and then now, um, I always think to myself, gosh, I'm too young. I'm not ready. But now I just feel like a 30 year old. I feel so old. It's ridiculous. <laughs> well, you don't look 30. Yes. You don't even look 24, but like, yeah, I didn't realize when we first started working together, like, cause you'd just done so much and you're so talented. Um, um, 
yeah, what was going through your head during those early days? Because you did, you did launch a business, you launched a website. So how did you get over that feeling of like, oh, you know, I'm too young. It's not the, the right time. Like, how did you break through that? Wow. I think that um, it really comes down to how do you break through any fear or any self-doubt um, in terms of anything you want to accomplish in your life. And for me, it was always just tapping into what was important. And so, yes, I could get bogged down by all of that other stuff, but really I just, yeah, if I thought about what was important to me, what I wanted out of life, I wanted to be happy. I wanted to be passionate and I wanted to serve. I have always wanted to serve people and help them. And so the more I tapped into that, the less my age and the less um, all of that mattered. Um, so I really just, yeah, focused on that and made sure that that's really what drove me. And, and also honesty as well, though. If you're feeling scared or doubtful about anything, um, particularly when you're in a, in a place of serving other people, I think it's important to be upfront about that. Know your limits, but work like three times as hard to prove to yourself and them um, that you you know really know your shit and I, I think that's really important so yeah, yeah. you've done that so well I love I love the are you glad you started when you did are you glad you got that head start and started like right out of you that's crazy you know what yes I I yes I am because I started in um you know, I, when I was younger, I was always like, I never have that like, you know, big story, I guess. I'll never have that big story of like, you know, from such a place of despair and then coming out the other end. Like I didn't have that when it came to starting my business. It was more just like, hey, I was 20 years old. I left Australia, moved to England, started traveling and I just got bored. That was like, that was the beginning. And I thought to myself, what can I do? Like I've got all these skills. I need to do something. I want to do something. So then I yeah, started the business and I started freelancing. Um, and I don't regret that for a second. I think that everything that happened and the way it happens, like while I cringe sometimes thinking about how young I was or how naive I was, it was everything happened for a reason and I learned so much during that process. Like I aged, you know, so much in just that first year or those first two years. I got to meet amazing people, create friendships, like working with you. Um, and I mean, gosh, it served us for years to come and I'm just so grateful for all of that. So there's definitely, um, there's definitely something great about starting before you're ready or, um, yeah, just taking that leap even when it feels like you probably shouldn't. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, I think great things can happen um, from there as long as you've got your like your wits about you and as long as you're doing things for the right reason and you're sticking to like, you know, an ethical approach, a moral approach and just being, you know, coming from that place of servitude and I think that's really important. Yeah, yeah. I think also just taking calculated risks, like not just being exactly. impulsive and just being like, I'm going to do whatever, but it's like you've thought yeah. about it you've weighed up the pros and cons and you've decided that the pros outweigh the yeah. cons. So why not just dive in and see what happens and, you know, exactly. what is the worst that can happen? Most of the time the worst is not that bad. So just got to dive exactly. in sometimes. Um, no, and I, I should say that I'm a very practical person. So even, you know, every single decision I make, I'm the queen of overthinking. Like that's what people know me for. And so when I first moved um, to England, like I made sure that I worked bloody hard and I had at least 10 grand in the bank before I did that. You know, when I started the business, like I made sure that I taught myself enough or I did courses before I could, before I actually like sold anything to a client. So you have to take those calculated risks. And I think there's, um, you know, even if you're not ready, preparing yourself just so you're that little bit ready, I think is super important. 
Yeah. And on the flip side, have there been any times that you're like, you've regretted it, I guess, you know, doing something before you were ready and being like, oh, maybe I should have waited a little bit or like taken a different option? Uh, all the time, all the time. But I think that we get so bogged down with our um, regrets or, or things that, you know, we wish we didn't do. And I'm big on that. Like I'm, I'm, I'm so known <laughs> to get stuck in that and cringe about the things I did in the past. And, um, but I think that, uh, I think that anything that I did, I just have to remind myself why I did it. And I have to just, you know, know that, you know, even if it was a silly, if it was a silly choice or if, you know, I could have been a bit more prepared, like I just have to remind myself how much I actually prepared in that moment or, or how much energy and effort I put into that and how much, how much clarity I thought I had. And I think that you have to kind of congratulate yourself on even having that little bit of self-awareness during that time. I mean, we're all going to grow, like we all grow as human, human beings. So, um, looking back, you know, we're always going to have those memories, but um, as long as we know that we ultimately, it led us to the right path, we still looked after the people around us in the best way we could. I think then as long as you tick those boxes, it's it's fine. But yeah, don't live in the regrets too much. Yeah, definitely. And what about with launch girls? Like, is that something that was a while in the works before you sort of got it out to the world? Or was that a pretty quick turnaround? It's crazy. So before when I said like I never had that like moment of despair that then brought me into my business, I actually had that with the launch gals. I was in England, totally alone, didn't have any family support, nothing. And I was just a little bit depressed. Like I did not have, um, you know, it was just, it was really hard being alone and isolated and I'm very good at that. <laughs> so it just got to a point where I needed to make some friends and connections. And I just reached out to a couple women that I knew. And one of them was Daniela. Um, and I created the launch gals with her. So when I was back in Australia, we just sat down for a cup of tea and we always knew that we were going to do something together. Um, but we didn't know what it was until we sat down and I think we we're at the Swiss hotel in Sydney and we we're just in the reception area. Um, I think we had about four pots of tea over six hours and we just drummed up the entire launch gals in that one moment. And then within a few months we were having events and I think the launch gals is another example of, you know, just tapping into that, you know, serving people and helping people, um, and just using that to guide you and, um, just help you take that leap because, you know, I had no idea what I was doing. I never did events before. I never knew anything about, yeah, any of that. I was really relying on Daniela in so many ways, but, um, yeah, that was, it was a spare of the moment thing, but it came out of, um, oh, it's just served me so well since then. I mean, it's just, ignited my life and my connection with people it's it's amazing yeah yeah well it's really your passion right like that's yeah, yeah. but it's turned into more than just a passion project I feel like and it's probably gone hand in hand with I guess your main core business as well like your design oh. and branding yeah Definitely, definitely. And there's so many, yeah, facets of, of the launch gals, you know, the whole word, the launch gals, like, um, I called it that because I had this obsession with launching and it obviously reflects off my business, um, my design business. Um, but yeah, I, I just think, yeah, I can't have one without the other. Um, so sometimes, you know, the launch gals, we don't do as many events in a year. And then sometimes one year we'll have heaps. Like it really just goes in waves, but it's there when we need it and it's there for the community when they need it. Um, so I think that's really, that's really important. Do you ever get nervous before a launch? Like, you know, say for an example, like when you've just got this new website and you're just about to go live with it, do you sort of have that like, yeah, like mix of like nerve and like nerves and excitement and like, oh, like what are people going to think about it? 
Definitely. I think that, um, yeah, I, I do. But then at the same time, I actually think that I'm more excited because yeah. I also know, I mean, gosh, I've been in the branding world for like four years now. I know that nothing you put out online is 100% perfect. I know that every single business is a work in, project, uh, work in process. Um, I know that, you know, there's always going to be people that don't like something and there's always going to be people that love it, you know? So really, as long as I like, you know, sit in the fact that, you know, is it, is it, you know, targeting the right, the right client? Does it tick all the boxes? Then I'm just excited about seeing what happens. Um, so I don't really think I get nervous about it, but I think my clients do. And then that's when like, I have like these launch sessions, which is really just an empowering chat to just be like, you got this because yeah. you know, we're all nervous about, about the thing. Um, that we want to put out there to the world and you know so I don't really feel it with client projects with my own hell yeah <laughs> um but yeah yeah, so, yeah and do you think it's ever possible to like to feel 100% ready to do anything I know you mentioned like with you know websites like nothing's ever like completely perfect yeah so do you think yeah. there is such a thing as 100% ready I think that I mean the, there is surely but I wouldn't necessarily trust that. Like if I was feeling 100% confident, I don't think I'd trust myself as much because, you know, for, I, I feel like if I had, if I was confident, but I had like a couple fears or a couple doubts or, you know, I was a little bit nervous, like that's when great things happen. I think that's when, you know, you know that, you know that it's important. You know that, um, yeah, like it could be game changing or, you know, it could make a big impact. So I feel like if you're 100% confident, that's amazing. Good on you. But myself, I know me and I feel like I'd, I'd be worried then, you know, the best things come out of, um, come out of those fears and doubts. And, um, that's the whole point of like, it, the grass is greener on the, on the other side. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So I think that if you do feel that, that is awesome. But if you don't feel that, that's also a great thing too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think it's like, regardless of how you feel, you just got to get it out there, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think it's very rare to feel like, okay, yeah, this is a hundred percent perfect. There's nothing else I would change. Like you can always, you know, change things along the way and you will. Like, well, I think you need to have that understanding yeah. that things have to change. Like, so if you're like, this is a hundred percent perfect, I'm never going to change this for like 10 years. It's like, well, you're not going, you're going to, you're in for a rude awakening. Yeah. You're not going to do very well. <laughs> It has yeah, to change, like yeah, and adapt. Exactly. Brands yeah. need to adapt every single year. Marketing strategies need to adapt every six months. Um, so you've got to be prepared for that and have that awareness that you know, yeah, nothing I do is perfect. Um, but I'm gonna damn try to make sure that it's you know it kind of is. Yeah. yeah. And on that note, at what point in someone's business do you think they should invest in like professional branding? Do you think it's okay to just launch with something that they've whipped up in Canva or? Yeah. So this is a hard one because it comes down to, it comes down to the business. It comes down to the budget and um, it comes down to how much someone's willing to invest, not just financially, but in, invest into their brand. Um, I think that it's definitely important to have a strong foundation. So regardless if you're going down the DIY route and you're going to create your entire logo, brand colors, everything on Canva, that's fine. 
but as long as you've got a solid foundation. So in every single package, every single experience that I give a client, the first thing we do is a brand strategy session and then it's the mood board. So I pretty much use that for anyone who wants to DIY as well. You know, take that time to really dig deep um, in terms of your brand strategy. Think about who you are, what you want out of life. Then think about, you know, think about the goals that you might have. Think about the dreams, aspirations, those things that you, you know, daydream about that you don't want to tell anyone. Think about all of those things and map that out first. Then think about the type of people you want to serve and do all of that first. Set that foundation. Make sure you have a complete understanding of all of that. And then choose some colors, you know, make your own brand on Canva if, if that's what you're going to do. Um, but the key is to just set that foundation first because if you've got that that done, that down pat, and it's strong, you can't go wrong. You could you could launch with you know a really basic brand, um, a brand that you know you're not super proud of, but as long as you've got all of that strategy, then it's fine because you can go, you can wait a year, um, and then you know, get a full rebrand then. But yeah, I think the biggest mistake I see business owners is they start floundering for the first year of business because they just put out whatever and just hope that it works. They don't have a strategy or they don't work um, for a plan. Like they, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I just think it's so important to, yeah, set that foundation. And it's the one thing that makes or breaks your business. It's not just a pretty logo and pretty colors that that's, that's a, yeah, no, you've got to have the strong foundation. Yeah, I've always been glad that I invested in professional branding with you for a girl in progress. But even, you know, when I had my copywriting business, yeah. like just I think investing in that pretty early on, like sort of sets the direction that your brand is going to go in. But I think it's fine to, you know, to start off with just something that you've whipped up yourself. But yeah, pretty early on, you want to figure out where you're going and what that's going to look like for your brand. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And obviously a big part of like doing things before you're ready is just actually getting in and like doing the work. So do you have any hacks or like any strategies I guess you've used for like not procrastinating on things and just, you know, making sure you shop and say what you're, <laughs> do what you say you're going to do? Yeah. Okay. So this is always a tricky one. And I feel like it's so multifaceted because like on one hand in terms of um, just productivity, it's like set a routine. Routines are your best friend. Set a routine, but then sprinkle like me time throughout your day. So then you're always looking after you, checking on your, in on yourself, making sure that you're connected to everything else. So that would be like the main tip, I guess, in terms of productivity is just, yeah, making sure that you go about your day really well. Um, but then one of the things that I always do, it's kind of, um, is I just check in with myself and I just have to, if I'm feeling like nervous or overwhelmed or if I'm like, I work from home. So if I just am in bed and it's 10 AM and I'm like, shit, I need to get up. You know, I just try and think in my head, okay, why am I doing this? Why am I running this business? And just keep reminding yourself all of the, the things that are important. Um, and if you can put that in your day as well, as well as the routine and as well as everything else, um, it will just be the, the biggest game changer in terms of helping you wake up each morning, reminding yourself why you're doing this, keeping hold of that passion. And um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just remembering your why and your purpose definitely makes yeah. a huge difference because otherwise you just get so wrapped up in the like minute of what you're doing 
and you exactly. forget the bigger picture and what you're working you towards. Think about like money and let that drive them. And sometimes that does. So if you're like a money driven person and you're just like ding, 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 money bells, it's like, okay, that's going to get me out of bed today. Then awesome. Go with it. But for me, I, yeah, if I'm not feeling good, I don't want to work. <laughs> yeah. so I guess with money, it's sometimes more about what it can afford you. It can give you freedom. It can give you the ability to exactly. travel, which is the perfect segue into my next question. So I know that you've done a lot of travel. Um, you've kind of lived a bit of a laptop lifestyle. I know you kind of, you're now sort of a little bit more settled in Bendigo, but you know, for the years before that you were traveling. So um, yeah. Did you ever feel like, you know, any sort of nerves about like picking up and, and traveling for ages? Like, did, is that something that you did before you felt ready? Gosh, see, I feel like I definitely did it before I was ready. I just like dove in. I think my first two years of business, I went to like 20 countries and I literally ran the business from like caravans bus stops even <laughs> um like airport you made it work <laughs> yeah i i i just ran it from wherever i could chasing wi-fi whenever i could get it um but it was exciting it was exciting and it was t total freedom and also i didn't have many expenses as well because i was traveling um so it wasn't as expensive as like living in a house or, or whatever so i want to ask you what what is your favorite place that you went that you've been to my favorite place that I've been to was definitely Malta. Um, I, I mean, I've been so many places like Germany was like amazing. I had a white Christmas and I was like, you know, it was incredible. Um, but Malta was probably my favorite place to go to. Um, it was just such a relaxed country. It was beautiful. And um, yeah, it was amazing for work. I remember when I wanted to like get a hotel, I like emailed ahead and told them that, you know, I, what I do for a living. And they gave me like a full upgrade because <laughs> I was going to be put up. They probably hotel. don't get a lot of like, uh, like influencers or like, yeah. I mean, I think it's becoming more like touristy there a little bit. Like it's yeah. people starting to discover it, but I've heard it's beautiful. It is. It is. Yeah. No, I absolutely loved it. It was, yeah, definitely one for the ages. I'll go back. And do you have any tips for making the laptop lifestyle work? And I guess finding that balance between just working all the time and actually having time to travel? I think you just answered it. Balance. So balance is key. Um, when you're traveling, it's so important to have a routine. So, you know, for me to successfully run a business, I would always have to work at least four hours a day. Like, it just, you just cannot, you know, you have to work at least four hours a day, particularly in those early days. Um, so I'd set time in the morning and set time in the evening to make sure that I was working. I mean, often I did eight hour days and still explored and, and did heaps of stuff, but I'd stay up super late. Um, so it's really just like finding the balance of exploring and not holding yourself back too much, but making sure that you're being honest with yourself and how much you can work um, with a clear head. So I think that's really important. Yeah. So routine definitely is incredibly important when you're traveling. Um, but yeah, it's also okay to not take a whole bunch of work on as well. It's good to say no to some things just so you can enjoy your life and the experiences that you're, that you're embracing, I guess. Yeah, exactly. There's no point being in this like beautiful destination. If you're just like in front of your computer the whole time, like, yeah, you've got to find some balance there. And what would you say to someone? Like what's the biggest piece of piece of advice you give to someone who's thinking about launching their brand, but is like, Oh, I feel like I'm not ready. Is putting it off. Yeah. Gosh. I think that first off, 
figure out why you're putting it off. Like literally figure out why you're putting off. Is it because of money? Is it because you're working a full-time job and you're scared to quit because you won't have any um, money? Or is it, um, is it you're scared of what family and friends are going to think about you starting your own business? Like figure out what it is that's holding you back and then work through it. Because I mean, you could ignore it and you could just like, you know, quit your job suddenly and then start being like, I'm going to be a business owner now and then frantically start trying to make a business from scratch. You could do that, but that's not smart. Like if you were to think, okay, I'm really nervous about starting the business because financials. So it's like, okay, well, I'm going to continue working in my job for six months um, while doing my side hustle on the side. And then I'm going to go full time in six months. You know, like you can, by just understanding what's holding you back, you can put together a plan and a, and kind of a direction or a strategy to help you work through that. Like same with if it's, I, I have a, so many people tell me that their husband or their partner um, or their parents just aren't supporting them on their decision. And that's another thing to work through. Like, you know, chat with them, talk to them, explain it, um, explain what you want to do or just show them, prove to them, um, you know, what it is that you're, you're trying to achieve and don't kind of give them a choice. Like, just prove to yourself and to them and just set out a clear plan no matter what it is. So yeah, look into why you're feeling anxious about it and then yeah, work through it. Yeah. I think it's so true that sometimes we do have obstacles that we have to work through before we are actually ready, whether that's mental like mindset or it's actual physical obstacles. But I think mm-hmm. knowing identifying those and once you identify those, then you're like, you're well on your tra- like on your way to, getting that amazing product or service or idea out there. Exactly. And that's when the excitement and the enthusiasm and inspiration can come in. So after you've like faced your fears and all of that, then you can really just settle into the fact that, oh my God, I am taking the biggest leap for myself right now. I'm about to take that huge next step and I'm going to follow my passions and I'm going to live my true creative life. And you can like, that's when all of that excitement comes, but after you deal with the crap. Um, But I think, yeah, any business owner that can start with that excitement and not the franticness, like then that's the best thing that you can do. Yeah, being in that sort of mindset, definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, where can everyone find you? And do you have any freebies that you might like to give away to our viewers? Of course, of course. Um, I am a big believer in freebies. Um, I think it's awesome. So you can find me at um, kirahighcreative.com um, and you can also find me on Instagram. So either kirahighcreative or kira with an extra A and then hide on Instagram as well. Um, so in terms of freebies, I have a lot. There are so many things, so many ways that you can get some super cool value um, from me and just help you take that next step. But my biggest recommendation would be my brand audit. I have like created this just multi-dimensional quiz and it's awesome and it's got like five different answers and the answers like um, direct you to free workbooks and free strategies that can help you in whatever area that you're struggling with in business so yeah that's on the website it's really good I highly recommend it it can help give you so much clarity like I think I definitely did it when I before I started working with you I might have even done it after just to be like (laughs) I'm like I'm gonna give this a go um yeah highly recommend well thank you so much Kira for coming on and sharing your passion and creativity and wisdom and um your thoughts on all things launching before you're ready
Thank you so much, Emma. I just love talking to you as always. And I love just the, the community of women that you're supporting. This is just incredible. Um, I wish I had this type of value and this type of connection when I first started. It would have been a game changer for me. Oh, same, same. You know, even just, you know, same as with what you're doing with Launch Gals. Like all of these communities of women are just, and this like just being able to pick other people's brains, even though I hate that expression. Like, yeah, it just makes a lot of difference. So I'm sure everything you said today is going to help a lot of people. So thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Girl in Progress podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure you hit subscribe and leave us a review. You can also check us out over on agirlinprogress.com, the online destination for women working on themselves for themselves. Or get social with us on Instagram at underscore girl in progress. Can't wait to see you there.